All right. What's up, everybody? This is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, and I'm coming to you live Facebook and live Instagram. So <clears throat> today's the third back-to-back uh, -back episode, or today's Friday. So this is going to be the last one, and then we're going to start on regular schedule. Uh, I wanted to do today and yesterday's live stream just to catch up because I was on vacation, and I want to catch up and, and get ahead and be back on track. So today is going to be the last one. And then we're going to, you know, I'll probably do some uh, little videos that I'll upload to uh, my IG story. And I'll try to keep up with social media now that I'm back. And then what I'm going to try to do is uh, keep it on Mondays and, and Wednesdays is the goal. So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to try to keep this one a little bit short only for the fact that um, I mean, I don't know how short I'm going to make it, but I got to do some other stuff too, which I'm still kind of playing catch up with, uh, my business. And now I'm trying to get into funnel building with click funnels, uh, with, with Felipe. So I'm trying to learn as much as I possibly can. He gave me some access to some, uh, intro videos and, uh, all the type of information I need to start building some click funnels, which, uh, if people don't know what that is, uh, go check it out. It's, it's a massive, uh, it's just basically like having a website, but it's basically a funnel to different things. And um, if you choose to to go and, and buy something, it'll upsell you. Or if you go and decide not to buy something, it, it sends you down a different path. So it's kind of trying to generate leads. It's trying to generate sales. Um, it's a lot more productive than having a website. So it's the future of uh, website building. And uh, I'm going to try to try to learn as much as I possibly can through Felipe and, and him giving me some resources to learn about it. And hopefully I can build some um, amazing uh, funnels, some website funnels for uh, his clients and other people that, that have clients that need to uh, um, get, you know, productive and selling online. So, and this is something that uh, he, he approached me with. I, I randomly met him and, and he approached me with this idea and uh, it's something that I can definitely make some more money on the side. So, and it's something that's going to be very useful uh, today in today's world and so on. So I'm trying to get as much information piled in my head um, as possible at the ClickFunnels. Now, before we start, we're going to talk about two subjects. Um, this is, I think both of these, uh, I think both of these are um, topics that I got out of this book. So this is the book that I wanted to have yesterday, which I forgot to grab before I started the live stream. So uh, this is <clears throat> Dale Carnegie's uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And so far I've gotten, I think, to chapter, halfway through chapter two, but it's their chapters are kind of lengthy and then they have different principles that you, you take out of in different um, areas. So most of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about probably is going to come from this book. And... Uh, Thank you, uh, Uncle Jimmy, for giving me this book. Cause like so far, I've only got I've only gotten not even halfway through the book, and I've already realized how powerful the knowledge from this book really is. So, thank you, Uncle Jimmy. I appreciate it so much. Um, let's see. Uh, so, the two topics we're going to talk about today are going to be focus on your customers' wants and needs, and not yours. We'll get more in specific uh, a little bit later on. Then, the second topic we're going to be talking about. <clears throat> is uh, motivate people to take action. Um, so those are going to be the two topics for today. And then um, real quick, uh, I'm doing 
the fundraiser for the Wounded Warriors charity. So my, I'm trying to hit a massive goal of $10,000. I don't, I haven't seen anyone on my friends list or anyone that I know of that's been trying to hit $10,000 or, or, or more. So let's, you know, help me out. Let's give back to the people that are uh, serving in our military, people that came back that are veterans. And if you're on Facebook, it's in the description, the link to the, uh, the Wounded Warriors charity page. And then on Instagram, if you're on there, let me add that real quick. Oops, trying to do other stuff. Pause the live stream. Uh, let me get that uh, that link up for you guys. Wounded. Yeah, should give me the thingamajigs. Charity donation page. All right, now I'm just gonna put the linky link right here. Oh, hang on. Not paste. All right, I think we're good. All right, so it's up on Instagram too. So go join that link, <clears throat> and if you're if you're skeptical, which is uh, completely um, normal, if you're skeptical, thinking I don't know this person, and he's asking for ten thousand dollars, and um, I don't know him, and it's gonna go to his pocket, press the link, and it'll go directly to the Wounded Warriors charity donation page. So it's not going like when you put in your information, credit card, all that stuff to donate to them. It's not going to me personally. Like it's, I'm not taking the money and giving it to the, the Wounded Warriors charity. It, your donation is going directly to their donation page. So uh, that you know, that should help clear that one up. Um, even if you have like a dollar and you're like, oh, I, I want to donate. I only have a dollar to give. That's perfectly fine. Anything helps. It doesn't have to be like 10, 20, 50, 100 dollars. It could be a dollar. Um, even 50 cents if they allow it. I don't, I don't know if they do the 50 cents. I'm, I think the maximum you can do is a, a dollar. But uh, even if it lets you do 50 cents or a quarter, like definitely go do it. Um, and let's give back to – because we all know someone, right? We all know someone that's either in some type of military branch, whether it's the Navy, Army, Air Force, and um, the uh, Marines. Um, I actually know a couple people uh, from the Navy. I know a couple people that served in the Army. Um, I meet people all the time that served in our military at a college that I'm going to right now. Um, what else? So, you know, I know a lot of people too, and I'm sure you have family members, friends, and probably people you run into all the time that are veterans uh, or even just, you know, serving and they're coming back for a couple, maybe a couple months and they're going back out to um, the fight or to, uh, you know, just to defend the country. So let's get back to them. They're defending our freedoms. They're defending our rights. They're doing all the, 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 the hard stuff for us, making our lives a lot easier in the United States. So let's give back to them. And uh, we'll move on to the first topic. So, again, you know, if you want to donate to them, I got the on the comments for Instagram. It's on the comments, the link. And then on Facebook, it's in the description. So you might have to, you might have to hit see more and then it's going to give you the, the link for the drop down. So, all right. So the first topic that I really want to talk about is called uh, focus on your customers' wants and needs, uh, not yours. So this was, I think, in chapter one, and it was one of the principles. I gave, I think, three or four principles in this book. Uh, now, what this ultimately means is he gives a couple examples and stuff, but he breaks it down and he basically says, uh, the Dale Carnegie, Dale Carnegie, which is the author of this book with the book, uh, how to win friends and influence people. So what it basically means is that he, what you really should do 
is if you want to like for anything, you want to go and sell something, you want to go and motivate someone to go take action, you want to um, get people to donate to charity, anything, you want to physically find out their wants and their needs. And it's because that's the person you're going to go into business with or, or they're the ones that are going to do something that you need them to do. And if you don't, if you're going by what you want, and he talks about this uh, most of his salespeople. So he ends up, the Dale Carnegie, the author of the book, basically starts going and, and saying that um, if you're just thinking about the sale, the sale, the sale, the sale, that's what you want as a salesperson, right? That's something that you want. That's not what the other person wants. The other person that you're selling to her or um, that you're trying to get to take action on something is not um, motivated based. Like it's, it, they're not looking at the sale. That's something that you want. That's not something they want. They might want, let's say you're trying to sell cars, right? Cars is a good one. You're, you're going to go and sell cars. You're not going to sell them based upon what you want out of the sale. You're going to sell them dep uh, depending on what they want. They want an economical car. They want um, a small car. They don't want a big car. They want something that's not too expensive, but in their budget of price range. So you got to go by what they need and what they want, not what you want out of the deal. And he said, if you, you know, this is something that a lot of people um, overlook because you're so focused. You, as human beings, you're so constantly focused on what you want. It's really hard to, to see what other people want because it's just human nature that um, that you gonna you're gonna try to get something out of everything that you do. Everyone wants something. You always hear the you always hear someone go like, "I don't want to do that because they're not gonna pay me." Like you hear this all the time at the jobs, right? I don't want to do that because I'm not gonna get paid for it. I don't want to do that because I'm not um, I'm not getting benefit out of it. Uh, so that's a it's a big issue that we all have where we don't want to volunteer our time because you know we're not getting paid. We're not gonna get anything out of it. So. Just keep telling yourself it's this one's really tricky because naturally you're gonna not want to do things that you're not gonna get rewarded for, and you're gonna have to try your best to start catching yourself doing it. I, I've caught myself hundreds of times. What's up, uh, what's up, Lisa Joe? Um, so you know you're gonna have to really try your best. What's up, Matt? What's up, man? Um, so you're going to want to really try not to just go by your wants. You're going to want to try and find what, uh, the other person's looking for their wants and needs. And it took me a long time to, to see through this because I was, I was one of the things. And as a business mindset, I was always like, all right, like, how am I going to benefit? How am I going to go in and, uh, make money off this? How am I going to go and do something, uh, that's going to get me something, and it's really, it's really the wrong way to approach a lot of things. Like if you wanted your, your parents to go and buy you uh, something because you don't have money or you wanted them to help you with something, you're not going to go and, and pitch what you want. You're going to try to go and pitch what they want out of the deal. Oh, you're going to get this. You know, uh, let's say you want them to buy a ticket. All right. You want to go and you want to travel. Let's, uh, let's go say you want to go and travel uh, to California. All right. And you're not going to pitch to them, oh, I want to go to California, so here's the, the price ticket. You know, Here's how much it is for the ticket. You're going to go, well, hey, if you buy me the ticket, I'm going to be out of your hair for about a week, and you'll be by yourself for a little while, and you'll have some free time to yourself, and uh, I won't bug you for a week. So, see, you're trying to pitch. What's up, babe? So, you're trying to pitch them on, on how they're going to benefit out of the deal, and that's something that they want and maybe that they need. 
So you're not gonna you're not gonna try to pitch them what you want. Um, I'm trying to think real quick. Uh, so that's something that took me a while. It's probably gonna take you got you know anyone that's listening to this might it might click. Uh, if you're someone that's selling or you're someone in the business world, you're probably like you're probably like duh. But a lot this is something that's overlooked between salespeople and um, even just normal general people that are just working a, a nine to five or or any type of job. They're they're not thinking about whether the person wants. They're really thinking about what they want out of the deal. And uh, you know you got to try. You just got to really try to look at things different and uh, start trying to catch yourself on items that uh you're like oh man like i i really want that and and that's not really what the customer wants that's not what this person wants in the deal and if you can do that you will win probably like majority of anything that you want you'll get anything you want in the world because you'll be able to pitch people on ideas and things and get them to get on the same page and and agree with you on a lot of different tricky uh topics and subjects and stuff like that so you you really want to try your best to try to do that and try to focus on what's, you know, if you're going to pitch something to, this works even for employee, like uh, for if you're at a job and you're trying to pitch an idea to make the company more money and you're just a, uh, your coworker and you're trying to pitch this to your boss, you're not going to say what you want out of the deal. You're going to say, well, look, if we went and did, um, we want to improve our social media engagement. So if we went and added a Twitter account, cause we don't have a Twitter account, uh, we'll engage more with this audience, like this demographic, uh, let's say women between the age of uh, 20 to 30. I don't know the demographics of Twitter. I'm just making it up, by the way. But, you know, um, women between the age of 20 and 30 are mostly on here, and that's what our, our company or brand is more focused on, on that niche. So if we go and get a Twitter you know, this is how much people are making here and, and this could benefit this company because, you know, that's our target demographic. And now we can go and probably make like 50% more of our, our uh, a return on, um, on our money or on our investment, right, on the company. So you're pitching them the idea that you're going to make them money. That's what they want. So you got to really look at things as like your pit, your, you got to really look at it as, this is what they want this is what they need and go by pitching things on other people's wants and needs. Um, so that was really interesting to me when I, when I actually really read that. Cause like I, I didn't really, it's kind of common sense. Like you think to yourself when you hear about it, it's really common sense, but you, it's very easily overlooked. Uh, I normally, uh, you normally forget to do that because you're, you're so excited on what you want and what you're probably going to get out of like a deal that you you overlook it so easily and and you have to really um try to flip that and start thinking about the other person more and it's it's actually a really good exercise because then you start caring more about the other person than yourself and that's why I think it's it's a it's a very good trait to have cuz you're thinking more about other people than just yourself and people you'll get rewarded very um you get often like probably a lot more often and and you'll get rewarded in very rare situations which is pretty, uh, pretty amazing. Um, so that's, that was focus on your customers wants and needs and not yours. We'll talk about the second one. Um, let me think of an example I can give you guys basically. What's up mom? Uh, let me give you, let me think of an example I can give you on the focus on your customers wants and needs and not yours. I probably have a really good one from my first 
my first ever job I've ever worked at, which was, uh, uh, um, damn, it's been Panthers Ice Den. All right. Now, Panthers Ice Den is an ice skating rink owned by the, the Florida Panthers, uh, the BB&T Center. And I worked there for – that was my first job ever at the age of, I think, 16. And what I learned there was most of the people that came up, um, they didn't really care what you wanted. You had to go by with them. Like, so if you served by what they wanted and what they required, they would – they'd be the most happiest customer you ever had. Um, there was an incident – uh, one time where this person I think came up and they um, I'm pretty sure they wanted like wings and the problem with the wings the problem with the wings was they're 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 like these massive size wings and they're extremely raw so what happens is you have to cook them for about 15 to 20 minutes for them to even be like servable or else you could you could possibly get salmonella uh, so it's a big health issue. So they have to fully cook them. They have to fully cook these wings. Now, the thing, um, the thing that happens is people, you know, they go, okay, like, I'll wait the 15 or 20 minutes. They leave for five minutes and come back five minutes later. And you're like, well, you know, I kind of told you 15 to 20 minutes, excuse me. <clears throat> and you came back five minutes. So we kind of have to wait maybe like another 10 minutes. And people would get pissed. They're like, I've been waiting for 15 minutes, you know, because people aren't keeping track. They're just going by how hungry they are. Uh, and so what happened was this lady, I think, I think it was a lady. She, the lady came back, and the, and the lady was basically, like, complaining. And I said, well, this is, you know, this is what we can do. <clears throat> I said, since you've been waiting, all right, and uh, I think that day, there's a little bit more of a backstory to it, but I think that day the cook – the cook went out, I think, and uh, didn't drop the wings until like 10 minutes late. So literally this lady came back, and, and I kept saying, like, yeah, to give it another like five minutes. And we were already like 10 minutes late. We were like te technically like 10 minutes behind these wings. I think she got a lot, too. I think it was like 25 wings. So we're like 10 minutes behind because the cook left. And now I have this, you know, she's, I can tell she's getting pissed. She's getting anxious because, you know, I told her 15 to 20 minutes like about maybe like 20, almost 25 minutes ago, we're behind. And, you know, I kind of knew that that uh, we messed up in a sense. The the cook, you know, technically I didn't mess up. The cook messed, messed up. But, you know, in that type of situation when you're working with food or you're in a business, you know, it's it's everyone's responsibility. It's not just the cook. Uh, I, I take everything as like, all right, it's my responsibility to figure out a solution and not just wait and blame the cook. You know what I mean? Like most people would have probably blamed the cook. What I did was I said, give me one second. I'm going to call the manager and I'm going to explain to him that, you know, we dropped, we dropped the wing. Um, I didn't tell her the part that we dropped the wings late, but you know, I told her like, hang on, I'm going to call the manager real quick and I'm going to see if I can get you um, like a free drink or something that will compliment you for being a patient customer and waiting. Uh, so I knew the manager really well because I, I worked with her a lot, and I never, I never, I, I never, I never ever complained. Like if you guys like, I think this is actually really real. Like I've never ever complained on a job. Um, maybe not ever. I think it was like once or twice, but it's 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 like very rare. That I think I'd ever complain. But I knew the manager really well, and we worked together extremely well. And and I called her and I said, look, like here's the situation. 
we dropped the, the cook dropped the wings 10 minutes late. This person's getting mad and this person has the right to get mad. And, you know, to, to keep the peace, to keep everything settled, it's not going to hurt us to give her a free drink and that'll keep the peace and she'll come back and start buying more stuff because uh, we're, we're stepping up to the plate and, and providing her with more customer service. And I'm like, not to mention the wings are the most expensive thing on the menu. You know, you're not, you're not, you're probably not losing anything by giving her the, a $2. Um, it probably it doesn't even probably cost him $2 because the fountain. So probably cost him like 50, 75 cents per drink or whatever, probably even less. Uh, and you know, I told her, you're not, you're not going to lose money on this. Uh, and she'll come back and buy more stuff because we just gave her the best customer service that most people wouldn't even give her. But most people wouldn't give her the complimentary drink. So she'll come back and buy more stuff from us. And she was like, yeah, it's a great idea. Let her know, like give her the drink. So I gave her the drink and she was, you know, she was really excited because she, she said like, you know, I'm really, I'm really shocked that you're giving me the compliment, uh, complimentary drink. And she's, and then the wings came out after I gave it to her. So it kind of, you know, matched out pretty well. But, um, so meanless to say, like I, we avoided, or I, I mean, I'll, I'll say I avoided, you avoid, I avoided that, you know, I couldn't just give her the drink because I had a, I didn't confront a manager. So I called the manager and made sure it was okay. That's, that's one thing I think a lot of people wouldn't have done. They would have just given her the drink, which I think is bad. And then it comes back on you and then, you know, management's pissed. But so I gave her the drink, complimented her, and then um, what happened was we, you know, got the wings came out around the same time or maybe like a minute or two later, and then it was fine. And she came back, and she was always happy. Uh, I ended up – that's something that I would call um, bonding with the customer or creating a, uh, a connection with the customer because every single time the customer came back, you know, I never had an issue with her because she knew I was going to take care of her. Like you built, I built trust with her. So that's something that, um, that goes well with, you know, I had to figure out something that benefited the customer and what they wanted and needed. Um, so, you know, I asked her what she, I think I actually asked her before I did that too. Like if she wanted it, you know, if I gave her a found drink, if that's something that she would want or, or use. And she said, yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. So, you know, that's something that I focused on. I focused on what she needed, the customer needed. Um, and what she would want to basically help the process go smoother. And then, um, I never focus on what I wanted out of the deal. I mean, I wanted what was ever, you know, going to keep the peace and stuff like that. But I, you tend to get what you want if you just pay attention to the customer. Like if you want a sale, if you just pay attention to the customer and their wants and their needs and actually do, um, you know, kind of try to meet them to what they need and want, you'll get what you want out of the deal. They'll, they'll give you what you want. So you'll get the sale. Um, so that, you know, that was an example I had. That was a long time ago. That's probably like uh, six, six years ago, seven years ago, I think. But a long time ago, I haven't, you know, crazy experience there. Um, probably have a lot more stories uh, with some of this stuff uh, with like customers and, and stuff that's happened at, um, at my first job ever. But uh, so that's focus on your customers' wants and needs, not yours. We'll move on to um, – you got to motivate people to take actions. So this one, this one's a really hard one um, because a lot, a lot of people get nervous when they want to try to motivate someone um, to take action. They get kind of, uh, I guess the, I guess the word is like they get antsy or they don't, I think I like the perfect word. 
because um, everyone's kind of different too and like d different things kind of motivate different people so what you're trying to do is uh, you got to try to figure out what's going to motivate them if I should say anything uh, what's up babe so you got to try to motivate them and try to figure out what's going to drive them after um, or during like when you're about to get to a close, that's probably where this is mostly going to come into place, like a close, um, to get them to close at the end, like what's going to drive them to close at the end or take action to go with it. Uh, and this is kind of challenging. If you're doing like online sales or you're trying to do something where, uh, you're selling, um, it's not really selling direct, like face to face and you can't really, you can't really like close them by your words. You kind of have to try to close them before they get to the sale kind of thing. Like that's, I, I would assume that I wouldn't assume I would actually say that's probably more of uh, like online sales and, and like retail type stuff, but you want to try to figure out what's going to motivate them to close the deal, which is extremely, you know, it's not easy. It's kind of hard and difficult, but come on, Bailey. Hey, come on, dude. Sorry, guys. Um, but, uh, so, so the, the problem that you're going to have with this is that you're going to try to motivate people, but the same thing might not motivate the next person. So that, that's where it really becomes tricky. And you're going to have to just kind of go by when you're talking to them. Like if you're doing a, a, a per, you know, let's say a face-to-face -face kind of closer or a, um, a sale, you're going to have to try and as you're talking to them and, and getting to know them um, a little bit better as you're talking to them throughout the, the deal, you're going to have to try to find something to motivate them and close it. Now, um, I'm trying to think if I can give you like an example, like if I've had something where I had to motivate someone to kind of take action. I'm sure, I'm sure I have a lot. I'm just trying to give you like the – I'm trying to think of like the best one I could possibly give you. So, um, probably end up doing, I'll probably give you an example of like, probably uh, give you an example of, let me think. I'm trying to find like the best one I can think of. Uh, let's go with, I'll give you a good one right now. So my friend, now I, I, I technically, I, I closed them, but I, I closed them in a different way. So my friend, um, is really into business, but I've been trying to get him to go to like, you know, get out there and go and socialize with more people and network and, and get him to go out and, uh, maybe go to some events that are probably around him. Cause he lives in Orlando. So he probably definitely gets some good events that happen around there. Um, and so the 10 X growth conference, the 10 X growth conference, I think it's three, it's labeled three because the third one he's doing, he's renting. So it's Grant Cardone. He's renting out the Marlin stadium and it's supposedly going to be like 35,000 people there that he's trying, he's trying to get to attend. So, you know, I told him about this event and I'm like, Hey, like right now the tickets are on sale for a hundred dollars. You should have it. You should be able to go. I think now if you're a student, you can get them for like $50 a ticket. Like, and that's just general admission. Uh, he obviously has other seats, but you know, you're probably not gonna, if you don't know who Grant Cardone is or you're a college student, cause you know, me and him are both college students. So we're trying to, uh, I guess not, you know, 
you're trying to like save as much as you possibly can to get to the next thing. But you know, he doesn't have a lot of money. So what ended up happening was, you know, I tried, I was trying to convince him to buy this ticket. Now what ended up happening was I ended up meeting Felipe, which I talked, you know, I've talked about a couple other podcasts, um, how I met him, uh, just, you know, by chance, I ended up calling my broker. I wanted to do something, you know, a different type of investment, mentioned Grant Cardone. And he's like, hang on. He's like, I don't know much about that investment, but he's like, you know, go to Felipe. Uh, he's, he's a banker. And he's like, he taught, like every single time I see him or talk to him, he's always talking about the guy that you're mentioning, the Grant Cardone guy. He's like, but I don't, I don't really know him that, you know, the Grant Cardone guy that well. So he's like, go to him. Maybe he knows a little bit about the investment or maybe you guys can talk about Grant Cardone. Okay. So call him. And I ended up meeting Felipe at surprisingly actually lived like close to me. He lives in Coral Springs like me. Um, we ended up going to a bar. We ended up, you know, clicking and, and hitting it off and um, relating a lot to different things that Grant Cardone's talked about. And I ended up talk, mentioned about the 10X Growth Conference. He actually told me that he went to the Las Vegas one. And he said it was like the, the best event he's ever been to at the, that was the second one, the, the most recent one that he's done. Uh, which is the 10x growth conference too, and he said you have to go to the one in Mar- the Miami Miami Marlins Stadium, the the 10x growth conference three, <clears throat> and he's like, um, and he's like, did you buy your tickets already? And I was like, no, I didn't buy them yet. Um, I'm I'm trying to figure out like you know finance, you know how to finance it or you know find some extra cash to go to that or whatever. And and he was saying like you know what he's like I'll just he's like I'll pay for your ticket. And I was like, wow. I was like, all right, like that's, that's amazing. Like I'll definitely, you know, I'll definitely take that. And so what ended up happening was I thought to myself, well, you know what? I was going to spend the hundred dollars anyways. I was going to find a way to get the hundred dollars. And, and I think at that time it was like a hundred dollars for general admission. I'm just going to go <clears throat> and buy the ticket that I was going to originally buy and give it to my friend and have him come to the three day conference event. Cause I'm like, I was going to buy the ticket. So it's kind of, in my mind, I'm like, if he's going to give me a free ticket, then I'll just buy the ticket anyways and then give it to my friend. And then that way, you know, I could sell him on him going because he, he like, I think he's, he was kind of interested in the idea. He just was like a hundred dollars. Like, I don't really have a hundred dollars right now. Like, I don't know if it's worth going because he doesn't know who Grant Cardone is. He's just like, it just, you know, it just looks like a guy that's trying to basically just like be cocky and, and he has money showing off. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of how he gets you, uh, gets your attention. And then, you know, then you start listening to him and the information this guy like starts spitting out of his mouth is just incredible. It's incredible life-changing uh, stuff that comes out of his mouth. So, um, which, you know, I, I put a couple of the motivational speeches once in a while on my, uh, on the Facebooks, if you're on Instagram, uh, go to Facebook. Uh, eventually, I'll probably start drifting more content to Instagram. I'm just trying to get into the groove of uh, di- using uh, different social platforms right now for different things. But Facebook, I'm definitely generating more videos towards, uh, like Grant Cardone, inspirational videos, motivational stuff. Uh, so anyways, so he was kind of just like, I don't know who this guy is. I don't want to spend $100. And I'm like, perfect, yo. I'm giving you a free ticket. I'll pay for the $100, and we'll both go together. So that way, you're not going by yourself. And at the same time, I said, you'll get a free ticket and you'll go. So you just got to make the time. You know, it's not for another like four or five months. Go ahead of time. Here's the dates. Go ahead of time and, and tell your uh, the company that you're working for, your job, that you're going to be away for three days. 
and you're gonna you're gonna be in Miami with me. <laughs> so, uh, so that's a that's a situation where um, I motivated him to take action. Where you know, it's also probably something where I actually sold him off what he wanted and and, and his needs and stuff. Uh, I it's probably you know probably roughly around the same topic as the previous one, but I, that's it, it's more of motivation because he wasn't gonna go if I just told him, hey, go buy the tickets, we'll go together. He wasn't sold on it. Like he, he definitely would not have bought the ticket. I know him really well. I know for a fact he wasn't going to buy the ticket. Uh, so when that happened, it was just like a perfect situation that happened where I'm like, perfect, yo, I'll take your free ticket. I appreciate it a lot. And I'm just keep going. And I told him straight up, I'm like, I'm just going to go and still pay for a ticket and just give it to my friend. Cause I'm like, he just inspired me to basically go and take action and, and, and go bring someone else to this event. So, um, uh, you know, so he, he was pretty excited too about it. Uh, so that was, that was, a, that's actually a pretty damn good example actually. But uh, you really want to try to figure out how to motivate people to take action. Now it's, it's especially important with sales. Like if you were a real estate agent and you're trying to get someone to buy the home, you got to try to figure out how to motivate him to take the action, probably sign off on the paperwork. I'm not a real estate agent, so I don't know if there's con, I'm sure there's like a contract involved where he's got to sign in and be like, all right, you're going to give me commission, you know, 3%, 6%, whatever his commission is. And then uh, he's going to have to go and sign and, and pay, you know, somehow go fund to either get a mortgage, uh, go in and put a down payment, you know, go and provide payment information. So um, you got to motivate someone to go and physically sign the paper and, and, and go through the process of going through the deal. So, and that's with anything, buying, a, you know, selling a car, selling um, real estate, uh, taking action. Like maybe you're working for a college, like I work for a college and you got to take, you got to get them to take action on applying and, and going to your college. Or even if you're trying to sell webinars or anything, you got to motivate that person to go and take action right then and there and not later. Cause we all know if you're going to wait to do something, you're probably not going to do it. So you're going to want to, um, motivate them as best you possibly can to, to take action now. Like it, it's, it's so important to take action right now and, and go through. So, uh, I, you know, that, I thought that was a pretty good example earlier from, uh, you know, giving the ticket to my friend for the 10 X growth conference, which, uh, hopefully people are actually going people that, that go into this. Hopefully if you're interested, go, uh, go look up Grant Cardone's 10 X growth conference three. You've actually, if you're living in Florida right now, you've probably gone through billboards. You've probably seen a lot of these marketing like crazy right now. I've passed a couple of billboards, uh, just driving around locally in Coral Springs and like uh, Fort Lauderdale area. So go check out the 10X Growth Conference 3 with Grant Cardone. Now, <clears throat> I'll wrap that up with uh, the motiv you know, motivating people to take action. So we talked about focus on your customers' wants and needs and not yours and then motivate people to take action. And uh, now what we'll do is I'll talk about done deal investments and then um, I'll probably just update you and then uh, I'll probably end it here. So I'm, I'm gonna try to end it at like maybe 50 minutes, maybe a little bit less, maybe like 45, to wrap this up in maybe like 10 minutes or less. So for anyone that doesn't know, my name's Tyler Dunn with Done Deal Investments and what I do is I'm a wholesale real estate um, contractor, I guess you could say contractor, but I, it's really called wholesale real estate. And what I'm doing is I'm going out and I'm trying to find people that are uh, in financial situations that want to sell their house, maybe can't put it on, um, you know, the MLS system and, and wait three to four weeks uh, trying to go through a real estate agent. 
And it's basically just another resource for a homeowner or property owner to go through someone like myself and help them go and sell the house really fast and put cash in their, in their pocket extremely fast. Uh, so how this works is let's say you're the seller. We're going to, um, you know, I'm going to go and ask you some information over the phone, some basic information on your house. Second thing we're going to do is then go into, uh, me visiting your property, meeting you, going over what you need terms, uh, basically the price that you think your house is worth. Um, and then I'm going to go home, do some research on your house and the neighborhood around it. I'm going to do comps of three houses that are closest to you. And then from there, I'm going to give you an average price. We're going to an average price. And then what we're going to do is, uh, we're going to go through all the costs of, uh, how much it would take to repair your house and put it in mint condition. And we're going to subtract that from the average price. All right. Now, once we settle on, you know, we negotiate and we come to an agreement on the terms and how much we're going to, you know, we're going to give you, uh, how much, you know, you think your property is worth and how much uh, we can give you. And, and we come to agreement on everything. I'm then going to go and find an investor that has capital. That's going to want to flip your house and um, we're going to put it under contract. So we're going to put it on a contract between you, me and the investor and then the investor is going to take ownership of the house. He's going to reinvest the capital and we're going to, you know, give you the cash <clears throat> to get out of the financial situation and for you to walk and go find something else. Uh, he's going to then pay me a finder's fee for putting the deal together and creating it. That's why uh, the slogan right now for done deal investments is where the deal is already done because I'm creating a deal from nothing, right? I'm creating a deal from nothing and making um, both sides come together and work the deal out. So that's where this is, this is really, uh, that's where that slogan really comes into place. But eventually what my, my plan to do is uh, to get you from out of the financial situation to then into another home or finding a home that, you know, fits your needs and wants and then go in and uh, inspect it to then um, make sure it's a safe asset for you to go and invest your money into. So, um, so that's that. If you're, you know, if you're a seller, if you know someone that, that needs this type of resource, reach out to me. Um, maybe you need it yourself, your family member, friends, uh, anyone that you know that might need um, another resource to get them out of, uh, you know, they need to sell their house fast. They need, um, they need to sell it fast and, they need to just basically get out of a really bad financial situation. This works with pre-foreclosures, um, job transfers, divorces. Uh, what else? Uh, just basically about anything. Even if you just wanted to sell your house really fast and you're just like, I don't want to go through a real estate agent and I don't want to pay commission. Well, you don't have to pay commission because you're not going to pay me. The investor is going to pay me. The person that we're going to, we're going to do, you know, put the deal together with. So, it's a really neat uh, resource that I'm inventing, you know, I'm not inventing the resource itself. Like it's, it's been going on for a while, but it's, it's a really cool resource to have that, that I'm going to be able to provide to people. So what's going to happen is, um, you know, if you're an investor and you want to be added to the buyer's list to get un, um, under market deals, reach out to me. Uh, if you're a real estate agent that's an investor friendly that wants to help me find under market deals on the, on the market already, 
um, and help me save time by, you know, finding these deals and, and maybe collecting a little bit of, um, you'll collect money off the deal as well. I'm all for it. Um, and maybe you just want to talk. Like I'm always trying to fill up this calendar behind me with uh, meeting more people. So, uh, you know, reach out to me, put a comment in and I'll do all, you know, I'll do all the legwork and I'll reach out to you if you want. Just put a comment in uh, the description. Uh, you can text me, call me, 954-857-6450. Uh, email me at dundealinvestments at outlook.com. Um, I'm trying to think what else. We are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, which I'll, I'll see notifications. Uh, right now, um, I'm having the team, I just sent them out yesterday, uh, all this information to help start working on my website. So that's getting into motion where they're going to build this website. Um, so once that's done, I'll start posting that up so you guys can go and take a look at that. Go comment it, uh, you know, comment on it. Give me some feedback on it, what you think is good, what's not good. Um, and and hopefully I'll put it, I want to put a chat box on there so I can get you guys some customer support on that. Um, and I think that's really the only big thing that I got right now with updates. Um, uh, I have a couple ideas that I'm thinking about with different things, but... Um, uh, nothing, nothing like too traumatic right now or dramatic right now. It's just really right now that my main focus is getting all the information that this company, uh, my city social, which if you guys go over to my city social and need like SEO work, social media work, uh, website work, um, how, let them know that Tyler Dunn from Dundee investment sent you over there. And, uh, they're, they're really good. Like so far so good. Like I've only been working with them. I think a little less than a week, maybe a little bit more than a week, yeah, somewhere around there, maybe a week roughly. So, so far so good. They're really good with communication. Um, I feel like they're, you know, they listen. I haven't had any bad experiences so far, but, uh, relationships still pretty new. So we'll see what happens. Um, just reach out to me guys. Uh, I want to hear from everyone, no matter, you know, if you're in, in business, whether you're not, you know, just trying to catch up with people, meet new people. Um, so we're going to end it here. And uh, the next one that we'll have, I'm going to start trying to come up with like custom things where I can start posting them up on socials and be like, all right, like we're going to do a live stream here and here or, or something like that where I can start, you know, promoting it a little bit more, but um, it's going to be Monday. So look out for that. I'm going to try to get times where I'm at least doing it by six, six thirty. Uh, I just sometimes work late and then it's a 30 minute drive home, a lot of traffic rush hours. So I don't really get home exactly at six a lot of the time. So that's why it's normally like seven, seven thirty. sometimes getting things together last minute. Um, so Monday, look out for it. It'll be episode 32 next, uh, or this coming up Monday and we're almost at 50. So it's pretty amazing. All right, guys, my name is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments and have a great Friday and a great weekend. Uh, and pay attention to my socials and the Instagram, uh, TV, on my, my personal Instagram, and I'm going to start updating some, some cool stuff on there. So peace out, guys. Have a good weekend. Peace.